0: Welcome, welcome welcome god bless you all for joining us this wednesday evening glory to god this is the day that the lord has made we shall rejoice and be glad in it you are all welcome god bless you mama b you are welcome Abna, you are welcome god bless you pastor emilia god bless you for joining us all the way from Hertfordshire, God richly bless you. We are on Instagram at Bishop at House of Judah and on Facebook at House of Judah City Church and on YouTube at Bishop Michael Wood. So let's start sharing, sharing and inviting as many people that we know to join us for this teaching series on Winning Invisible Battles through the force of fasting and prayer. And today we'll be laying emphasis on terminating issues of long continuance as part of the Fasting and Prayer series and Spiritual Growth series. We've been looking at spiritual growth through fasting and prayer and through the Word, through tithing, through service. And through all the covenant practices that we are encouraged to engage in to become who we are supposed to be. Jesus speaking said, in this world, you face tribulations, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. So we are not exempt from the trials and tests. We are also not exempt from attacks, from adversaries. He says, I presented before you life and death. I say, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. He said, I've said before you an open door, but there are many adversaries. That's why he says we should fight the good fight of faith. He has given us the weapons of our warfare with which we can win battles and become everything that we are called to be. So once again, you are all welcome. Share, share, share. Tag somebody, tell somebody, share this on your timeline. Agnes, you are welcome. Kos, God bless you for joining us on Instagram. God bless you. Let's keep sharing everyone on Instagram. Keep inviting everyone that you know on Instagram. And those who can come on Facebook can join us on Facebook. Paula, you are welcome. God richly bless you. So, we're looking at the weapons of fasting and prayer in winning invisible battles in winning invisible battles. Why is fasting and prayer important? There are certain things that do not go out and do not come in, except through fasting and prayer. It takes fasting and prayer, engaging in the word and covenant practice to win the invisible battles that are raging against our businesses, our careers, our families, our marriages, um, our churches, our ministries, and our city and our nation nowhere is exempt. Nowhere is exempt. So there are invisible forces that are raging against us. Um, Bible says, God said to God said to Moses in Deuteronomy, He said, um, "I've said before. I've given you Sihon and his land, but you need to contend with him in battle." and to possess your possessions i've given you Sihon, i've given you his land but you need to contend with him in battle to be able to possess your possessions. so the battle is real and our focus has been at the beginning of this year that the battle is for our future and the battle is about your faith It says, your faith will be tried, your faith will be tried, your faith will be tried. That's why we must build spiritual capacity, engage a lot in praying the spirit to build up ourselves upon our most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost and engaging the word of God. So we're looking at the issue of long continuance, things that keep occurring, negative things that keep occurring in our lives. Um, one after the other, year after year. I was reading uh, Hannah, the story of Hannah, when Hannah was barren. And the uh, Bible says year after year after year, that's the issue of long continuous. It was all part of invisible battles that are raging against us. And we need to engage a force of fasting and prayer to be able to overcome and sail through and become all that we're supposed to be. So Deuteronomy 28, 59. Deuteronomy, eight, Deuteronomy 28, 59. Now Deuteronomy 28, the first 14 verses contains the blessings. The blessings. And then from verse 15 to 66 contains the curses that came upon Israel as a result of disobedience. And when you read Galatians chapter three, we have been redeemed from the curse of the law. But then the other things that sometimes we can do that activates certain curses, continual curses, and certain things that should be terminated in our lives. So Deuteronomy twenty eight fifty nine, it says, "Then the Lord will make thy plagues wonderful." Talking about the plagues that come upon us or came was, was supposed to come or was going to come upon the Israelites if they walked in disobedience instead of obedience. He said, then the Lord will make that place wonderful and the place of thy seed. So these things does not just happen to us, but to our seed. The place of thy seed, even great plagues, and of long continuance. In other words, it's something that continues of long continuance an issue of long Some All the things we'll be looking at, what are some of the things of long continuance? Is continuous history of barrenness in a family, barrenness in business, barrenness in organization, continuing, continuous history of biological barrenness in a family, untimely death, premature deaths, at a particular age for certain groups of people within a particular family. And these are things that have been happening over and over, one generation after the generation after another generation after another. Issues of long continuance. That's what we're dealing with as part of uh, winning invisible battles raging against us. When you see in a family or an organization or in a home where there's a continuous history of barrenness in a family, untimely death, premature deaths, uh, at a particular age of um, the cycle of a family, at the age of 40 or at the age of 25 or at the age of 30, lives are just being cut short. It happened to the great grandfather, it happened to grandfather, it happened to father, and it seems to be something of long continuance that's just about to affect the next generation. These are issues of long continuance which we need to put a stop to. We need to terminate it. We need to terminate it. Other than that, it just continues to the next generation. So history of barrenness in a family, untimely death, premature deaths at a particular age, sudden deaths, singles, remaining singles, when they should be married, not because they've chosen not to be married, but it seems to be their cycle. The cycle seems to be continuing. That's what we describe as issues of long continuance, which we need to put a stop to through fasting, through prayer, through covenant practice. Um, remaining single when people should be married. Remaining mothers and fathers when by now they should be grandfathers and grandmothers. Chronic generational sicknesses, ailments, and battles in the family Traced back to the background, another form of long continuance is near success tend to failure. Just when you are, every time you are just about to experience some form of joy, some form of laughter, some form of peace, some form of prosperity, some form of financial breakthrough, then something just comes in near success tend to defeat or near success tend to failure. These are all signs of issues of long continuance. That's why um, Jesus said to the disciples when they came to see him, so why couldn't we cast out the devil from this particular individual? Jesus said to them, Mark, Mark chapter 9, 28 to 29, he said, when he was coming to the house, the disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast him out? Jesus said unto them, this kind. So there is a kind of issue, long continuous. There are kinds of issues that crop up in our families, in our organizations, in our churches, in our ministries, in our homes, in our marriages, our children, our grandchildren, in our cities, in our communities, in our neighborhoods that do not come out except through fasting and prayer except through fasting and prayer he said this kind of breakthrough cannot come out so there are certain kinds of breakthroughs that we cannot experience except we engage in elongated lifestyle of fasting and prayer in addition to church attendance working smart work and other things that we do fasting and prayer is a lifestyle that's where you find Jesus because when you fast, <laughs> not if you fast, when you fast and when you pray, when you fast and when you pray. And I remember last week saying, fasting without prayer is just starvation. What gives credibility and force and power to prayer or to fasting is prayer. So every time you see the word prayer, you see the word fasting. Every time you see the word fasting, you see the word prayer. The reason being, there are forces assigned. You look read throughout the whole of the scriptures, especially the Psalms. You have David saying, "My, my, my." Uh, one very close to my heart, or one very close to my family, was the one who actually gave me up. All manner of situations. So, ladies and gentlemen, we need fasting. is a form of spiritual reinforcement. Reinforcement. Reinforcement, reinforcement. You know, Bible talks about Esther. There was a genocide attempt against Esther and all the Jews that stretched from India all the way to Ethiopia. 120, this king ruled 127, 127 provinces from Ethiopia to India or from India to Ethiopia and all the Jews that lived within those territories. They just because Mordecai will not bow before him, plotted to kill all the Jews, including Mordecai. What he didn't know was that Esther was also a Jew. And when the plot was narrated by Mordecai to Esther, Esther knew that you couldn't approach the king without permission from the king. So she resorted to, as if she knew the scripture, this kind goeth not out except through fasting and prayer. And then this was an issue of long continuance. Haman plotted this genocide, had this genocide idea to kill all the Jews and it went on for a while. And Mordecai came to Esther and said, Esther, you need to do something about this. So Esther resorted to get her maidens together, and to engage in three solid days of fasting and prayer to reverse the genocide attempt of Hema. Nanapuku, you're welcome. God bless you. Noel. you're welcome. So, Hema, Evolving Butterflies, God bless you for joining us this evening. God bless you. All those watching on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, you are all welcome. Keep sharing. Senzeni Mavundla. God bless you for joining us on Facebook. So we're looking at winning invisible battles and dealing with situations of long continuance, things that have been happening over and over and over. Some of the examples of those are uh chronic illnesses, near success, tend to failure, barrenness, sudden deaths, non-marriages. Ladies and gentlemen, these are all issues of non-continuance. And fasting is needed as a form of spiritual reinforcement. But Jesus speaking, said this kind, others probably could go out through prayer, but this particular kind, are kinds, that cannot go out. The king is not going to lift up the scepter, except Esther and the maidens fast and pray. Intense fasting and prayer. Is what deals with invisible battles raging against you like Haman, That invisible battle against all the Jewish race over 127 provinces. This was not going to happen except through the hand of God and the finger of God which is triggered by fasting and prayer and the word of God and violent praise, violent worship. So fasting is a form of spiritual reinforcement. Uh, Most churches that are engaged in 21 days of fasting and prayer or 14 days of fasting or seven days of fasting and prayer, like how we're going to begin our next week. They do not just do fasting and prayer at the beginning of January, but it becomes a lifestyle. You must dedicate at least one day in a week to fast and pray for the church in which you live. That souls will be won. the church will grow, people will be stabilized. And you need to choose one day or half a day during the course of the week to pray about your business. Because there are competitions against your business. Competitions against churches. Competitions against marriages. Competitions against your getting married. Competitions against your staying married. Competitions against your having your miracle baby. They are evil competitors. So it's important that fasting and prayer is restored especially to the West. If we have forgotten and have put those, those, those things, the West, the spiritual climate of the West is in the state in which it is because of certain fundamental principles and practices that were abandoned after the First and the Second World War. So we need to restore back fasting and prayer, the word of God in the name of Jesus Christ. So we're looking at the issue of long continuance. So Esther intervened through fasting and prayer. And that was how the king lifted the scepter and allowed Esther to come in. Eventually, what Haman had in mind for um, Mordecai, was terminated and canceled. That issue of long continuance, that invisible battle that was raging against him was terminated by the three-day fast and prayer that Esther and her maidens undertook and Mordecai and the rest undertook. So ladies and gentlemen, it's very important that we get back to fasting and prayer as a lifestyle. Reason being, there are certain stubborn situations stubborn situations which will never give up stubborn situations of long continuance you know when um the madman of gadara <laughs> pastor johnson god bless you You are welcome the madman of gadara you no know, jesus looked at the disciples and said to them let us go over onto the other side jesus had in mind the madman of gadara There's a history of it all the way from the old testament the madman of Gadara from the Gadarenes. Now the potential of this gentleman was to be able to deliver and preach, be a preacher and a deliverer of 10 cities, Decapolis, 10 cities. That's what Decapolis means, 10 cities. So Jesus, knowing of this gentleman's potential, but this gentleman had this issue of long continuance of insanity, madness, living in the cemetery and cutting himself with stones. Who, in his normal mind, cuts themselves with stones? Lives in the cemetery. That's where this man lives. The devil had destroyed this gentleman's destiny. And this guy had this long continuous issue of insanity, living in the cemetery, cutting himself with stones, all over the naked, dirty, everything. And Jesus had this in mind to go and deliver these gentlemen. So, even Jesus on his way to the uh, the gatherings to Gadar, to deliver these gentlemen. Um, the storm and wind attacked Jesus and his disciples in their boat just to stop Jesus from going to set this gentleman free from invisible forces and this issue of long continuance. So if Jesus and his disciples could be resisted from crossing over to hold this deliverance session for this gentleman, the servant is not greater than the master. We are not greater than the master. The master started his ministry with fasting and prayer and continued with fasting and prayer and continued with all night. Praying during the watches, 3 p.m., 6 p.m., 3 a.m., 6 a.m., 12 noon, 12 a.m. The night watches, the night watches, the night watches where things are always happening. Determinations are always being made for people's destinies jesus on his way to gadara faced the storm the wind but because he was prayed up and fasted up he got up and rebuked the wind rebuked the storm and told them to to be still he got to the other side as soon as he got there madman ran to meet him glory to god and thank god this gentleman was delivered Of that issue of long continuous madness, insanity, killing himself, destroying himself, cutting himself. Those are some of the states of people who are depressed and going through all kinds of situations. And these situations, one can be delivered through a lifestyle of fasting, of prayer, of holding on to the word of God. Nati Ro, you are welcome so continuous history of barrenness in the family untimely premature deaths at a particular age for all and all these things are signs of issues of long continuance sister Pell, you're welcome god bless you so let's look at some examples in the bible the first example i've given you that of esther and i've given you that of hannah but we'll go more we'll delve more into Uh, Hannah's state of barrenness and how she came out of that. Let's look at Jabez. We're looking at terminating issues of long continuance. Issues, negative, foul, demonic. Issues that harass and keep you from arriving at your destination. These are all invisible forces, invisible battles against our future. Pastor Seth, You are welcome. God bless you, Pastor Seth. Jabez. When Jabez's mom was giving birth to her, she went through some very difficult uh, delivery and named the boy Jabez, which means sorrow. This can be found in 1 Chronicles 4, 9 to 10. We're talking about any time you see any sign, any issue that has been going on over and over and over, we have been delivered from the cares of the Lord. Jesus came down with the blessing of Abraham shall come upon us, the Gentiles. So instead of experiencing the first 14 verses of Deuteronomy 28, instead of experiencing the blessings, you find yourself experiencing from verse 15 to 66 of Deuteronomy 28, those are all issues of long continuance which you must get serious and te- bind, loose, terminate, through fasting, through prayer, through service, through tithing, through giving, through sacrificial seeds, through uh, faithful. Because there are many things that come together to enable us to walk in the blessing of God and become what we're supposed to be. So just one thing, fasting and prayer is one aspect of it and must become a lifestyle, just like we sing that song or that rhyme we're taught when we're growing up, read your Bible, pray every day. Chavez, woke up one morning, saw that issue of long continuance of sorrow in his life and decided, today, my story must change. I prophesy over somebody listening and watching right now. From today, your story is changing. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, and as you get into the lifestyle of fasting and prayer every week, at least once, or twice a week, one for your ministry, the church in which you are for souls to be won, souls to be established, prioritizing kingdom advancement, kingdom priorities. God will ensure that everything that you need is brought to you as you pray, not just for you, but for others. And then you decide, choose a day or a half day where you're praying for you and your family. I declare, your story is changing. Jabez, Was more honorable than his brethren and his mother called his name Jabez saying because I bore him with sorrow. Look at this issue of long continuance following this boy from the day he was born. This issue of long continuance of sorrow. Jabez did not bring this upon himself. His mother bearing him when he was giving birth to him, when she was giving birth to him, called his name Jabez because she said, I bore him with sorrow. So this boy from the day he was born, there was this issue, this name that was tagged to him for life. But on this particular day, Jabez called upon the God of Israel saying, Oh, that thou would... Now watch this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God knew that this boy's name was Jabez. God knew that this boy's name was, meant sorrow. God was there when this boy was born. God was there all along when this boy was growing up. But God did not do anything about this boy's issue of long continuous and invisible battles that were raging against this boy and his destiny until the boy grew up and one day came to the realization i can't change this issue of long continuance that has ravaged my life and has been a siege on my destiny change is not change until somebody makes up their mind i'm going to change this generational issue of long continuance that has followed my family, being in my history, being in my background, I am going to do something about it in the precious name of Jesus. Bishop Mark Nicholson, God bless you, sir, for joining us, your busy schedule, and yet you join us this evening. Bishop, God bless you, appreciate you, Bishop Mark Nicholson, God richly bless you, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Jabez woke up one morning and said, no, 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 this is the name my mother gave me. And there are some, many, many people, there are many people walking around with names and situations that have been given them by people, by their parents, by ancestors, by forefathers, grandfathers, situations that they've inherited. And they are, you know, there was this statement that to be born into a poor family is understandable and excusable. But to leave that family in that state, like we're going to be coming to Gideon very soon, to leave that family in that state of poverty the way you met it is totally unforgivable and unacceptable considering the things that we know. Jabez woke up one morning and said, enough is enough next week I'm tempted to preach or oh, let me not tell you the title glory to God, listen ladies and gentlemen, Jabez woke up one morning and decided enough is enough enough is enough, and so Jabez called God was there all along but God, you know the heaven is the loss, but the earth has he given to the sons of men listen God is waiting for your cooperation in tithing, in offerings, in giving, in service, in sacrifice, in fasting, in prayer, in church attendance, in church involvement, in your Christian work, in growing spiritually, and doing all the things you must do as covenant practice to intervene in your situation. You need to it's a call on me and I will answer you, and I will show you great and mighty things that you have never known. Jabez called upon the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou would bless me indeed. Instead of curses, instead of situations of long continuance, bless me, change my story, enlarge my coast. That thy hand might be with me, that all men will know that your hand is with me, that thou would escape me from every form of evil. That's the issue of long continuance. Too much evil in following this gentleman for too long from the time I was born. And he ended by saying that it may not grieve me or cause me pain. And guess what God did? And God granted him that which he requested. God did not intervene in Jabez's life, even though he had an issue of long continuance of the name sorrow accompanying him as a siege all through his life. God granted him his request after he called upon the name of the Lord our God. God will not change your destiny. You must change it with God's help and assistance. God will not change it. He said, whatever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Adam was given authority over the earth. He sold out by treason to the enemy, but Jesus came to restore it back to us. If you don't bind it, it will not be bound. If you don't lose it, it will not be loose. If you don't call upon his name, he will not intervene. He's just watching and asking, waiting for you and I to give him license to intervene in our situation. Jabez made up his mind. Enough is enough today. This is my final bus stop. Every element of sorrow, every element of sadness, every element of evil, it must leave my life today, and I like the good news, and God granted him his request. I decree over your life that as you position yourself in fasting, in prayers, in growing spiritually spiritually, in doing what you need to do in the name of Jesus that God will hear your prayer tonight and God will answer you and God will give you the keys to be able to sustain what you are picking from this platform. Somebody scream a better amen right there. Glory to God. Glory to God. Get excited about fasting and prayer. The second example is Jacob. Jacob. Jacob, the son of Isaac. Jacob, the son of Isaac. Jacob, the son of Isaac. Now, when Jacob was born, he was given the name Jacob. Now, the word Jacob means supplanter, deceiver, con man, con artist. This guy, right from the womb, when he and his brother were coming out of their mother's womb, he held the, the 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 leg or the ankle of his brother <laughs> intending to come out first before his brother comes out. Then somewhere along the line, as they were growing up, he sold his, uh, the brother came around one day and he was having uh, some pottage. And the brother said, can you give me some of the pottage or the soup or the meal? And he said, sell me your birthright and I will give you some of the pottage. Unfortunately for Esau, he disregarded and underestimated the value of his of his birthright and sold his birthright. That's like when you're supposed to be fasting and you are eating. He sold his birthright to his brother for a little porridge or zero. And then, as if that was not enough, when the mother heard about the blessing that. Uh, the father wanted to pronounce upon Esau. She got Jacob to go around the corner and get some animal and bring it for him to prepare the father his venison. And so by so doing, he also collected the blessing that should have come to his brother Esau. That god that enraged Esau and he just targeted to kill this brother of his so much so that the brother had to flee. Now this was all because of the name supplanter deceiver, con artist, con man, all these things that were following this boy, Jacob. Issues of long continuance. Issues of long continuance. Issues of long continuance. Invisible battles raging against us that make us do certain things that we shouldn't be doing. Like Paul said, the things I want to do, I find myself not doing. The things I don't want to do, the things those are the things I find myself doing. Issues of long continuance, near success tend to defeat. Or oh, the man of God who was clothed in in in, in an evil apparel. So when Jacob was on his way. To his father, his father-in-law, to his house, he stopped at a particular place and slept on a stone. And as he slept, he saw in a dream uh, a ladder on a particular venue with angels ascending and descending. And there, he told God, "If you take me to where you're taking me to, and you bring me back safely, I'm going to bring you the tithe." Now Jacob struck a covenant with God to tithe, give 10% of everything that he gets. We're talking about issues of long continuance and things that can it. Issues of long continuance, your children not getting married, your children not having children, your children not being able to have children, except they've decided that they're not going to have children, but if they've decided to have children, but it's not happening, uh, issues of long continuance, barrenness, family members dying at a particular age all the time. Certain sicknesses ravaging the family all the time. Issues of long continuous. Jacob came to a place where he, he discovered no, something needs to change in my life. And the Bible says he he wrestled with the uh, uh, on, he wrestled at a particular point in time. We're going to come to that but on his way, this is what he said to God. I am going to give you a tithe if you take me safely and you bring me back safely. So sometimes it's too much to handle. So help us, Holy Spirit, to stand strong and not give up or give in. in Jesus' name. So, Jacob wrestled with the angel, saying, I will not let you go. This name, Jacob, supplanter, deceiver, corn man, corn artist, this thing has been following me everywhere I go. We're dealing with invisible battles and how to win these battles through fasting and prayer and the word and other weapons. Jacob wrestled with the angel and said, I will not let you go until you bless me and change my name. Enough is enough. He persisted until his name was changed to Israel, which meant having prevailed with men and having prevailed with God. And this is found in Genesis chapter 32. 24 to 38. Now, prior to that, Jacob arrives when he pledged to God, when you take me safely and bring me back safe. Now, that, that points to the fact, of, fact that when you ask God to do something for you, make sure the promise that you make to him to be able to do this and that for him, that you make sure you fulfill your promise to seal what God did in your life in the first place. Jacob arrives at Laban's house and he falls in love with Rachel. And the night that Rachel is supposed to be given to him as his wife, the con man, the con artist, (laughs) ended up being conned, being lied to, being deceived by the same tricks he used to perform on his brother. Issues of long continuance in the family. doubly God bless you, you are welcome. Lied about his brother, lied to his brother, held the uncle of his brother, trying to take his place. He arrives in Laban's house. Rachel was the one who was looking for, but on the night was given Leah. So had to work seven years for Leah, seven years for Rachel. This issue of long continuance following this gentleman and then, as if that was not bad enough, he had to work six more years, twenty years he was in Laban's house and this man's salary was changed ten times backward. You could almost describe this gentleman as Habakkuk's cousin. You remember Habakkuk said, though the fig tree shall not blow up, there is no in, uh, or wine in the stall, etc., etc., yet I will rejoice. This was typical of Habakkuk. 20 years of hard labor with nothing to show for it is isn't that typical of some of the examples and circumstances and situations that some of us find ourselves in. 20 years in the UK, 20 years in Europe, 20 years in London, 20 years in America, 20 years in Switzerland, 20 years in a foreign country or 20 years in your own country and have nothing tangible and authentic to show for all those years. Ladies and gentlemen, these are all issues of long continuance. These are invisible battles and forces raging against your becoming everything that you're supposed to become. You have prayed. You've gone to church. But ladies and gentlemen, you need to add fasting and prayer and consistency. 14 years. Jacob, deceived by Laban, a master corn artist himself, changed the salary of his son-in-law 10 times backward. No matter what Jacob did, how much he worked for his master, never had substance to show for what yard? Yeah. Then one day the master comes to you, Laban, comes to him and says, hey, "Don't leave me." Of course he would say, "Don't leave me." You are getting so much for me. I'm making you rich, and yet you are not contributing anything tangible to make my life better. You work for employers, you work for people over and over and over, and being here, being enriched, but it does not show and doesn't reflect. In how much you've sown And how much you've worked The suffering must stop Working for years With nothing to show for it Is described as issues of long continuance And we must terminate it deliberately He had nothing to show Then Laban came to him and said Don't leave me for I've learned By experience or by divination That the Lord has blessed me because of you the Lord has blessed you because of me. How about me also being blessed? So thank God. I believe that God remembers. So God comes to Jacob, comes to Jacob, says, "You need to return back to where I told you to get back to. Return back to the place of covenant. That place, Bethel. You need to go back to Bethel." So he looks at the child, uh, the wife, and the children, and says, "We need to get back. God wants me to go back." And God gives this gentleman who promised to tithe. And give God 10% of everything that God gives him to reverse this issue of long continuance. And God gave him an idea to set the animal before this, uh, uh this particular tree. Let me read what is here. But Laban said to him, if I have found favor in your eyes, please stay. I have learned by divination that the Lord has blessed me because of you. But Jacob fought back via divine ideas, divine wisdom, and divine direction, which is the preserve of tithes and servants and those who engage in working hard, working wisely, and working smart. Genesis chapter 30, 42 to 43. This boy's situation is about to be turned around by the finger of God. Genesis 30, 42 to 43. But when the cattle were feeble, he put them not in. So the feebler were Laban's and the stronger were Jacob's. And the man increased after 20 years of long continuance of poverty and hardship. The finger of God was released upon his life through divine wisdom, divine ideas, divine direction by God remembering the promise he made to him that if God blesses him and returns, he returns back to Bethel, he will bring him his tithe. Because tithing is a covenant. Prayer and fasting, covenant. So, and the man increased exceedingly and had much cattle and made servants and men servants and camels, and as the boy's story changed. The issues of long continuance was broken over his life through God asking him to go back. After all those years of service, God remembered the covenant he made with him and broke the back of poverty over his life. We've got 15 minutes to go. So let me finish with Gideon, and we'll continue this next week. Gideon, Gideon, Gideon. Gideon judges chapter six verse fifteen to sixteen there's a story of Gideon judges chapter six fifteen to sixteen nothing was working in Gideon's life and his family. That's another issue of long continuance generational family cases. Generational family altars working against him and his family. So he was sitting under this tree and an angel of the Lord came and described him as a mighty man of valor. He says, how can you call me a mighty man of valor when nothing is working? So listen to Gideon. He said unto him, Oh my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, listen to Gideon's description of the issues of long continuance in his family. Judges chapter 6, 15 to 16. He said unto him, O my Lord, where shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor, poverty. My family is poor in Manasseh. And I am the least in my father's house. This describing issues of long continuance of poverty And them being the least. Him being the least in his family. As if poverty is not bad enough. (laughs) This guy. He's the least. Describes himself as the least in his family. And this has continued year after year. After year. After year. After year. How can I save Israel? Is the wrong person you are describing. Or calling to save Israel. That's what he's saying. My clan is the weakest in Manasseh. (laughs) <laughs> that's English standard version. It is his description of himself by virtue of what he has seen and experienced in his past. Some can identify with this. My clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, but I will be with you and you shall strike the Midianites as one man." Definitely cannot happen except by the finger of God. Then Judges 6, 12, 25 to 32. Now on that same night, the Lord said to Gideon, take your father's bonap. Watch the answer to the termination of the issue of long continuance in Gideon's life. We're going to continue this next week. I want you to share this with everybody that you know and practice everything that you are hearing. Fasting, prayer, sacrificial giving, tithing. And look at what this guy did here to terminate. The issue of long, there is always what we must do to cancel issues of long continuance at work in our families, in our lives, in our ministries, in our churches, in our marriages, in our children, in our communities. There is always what to do. We need to find out what God says we should do to remedy the situation and terminate every invisible battle raging against our destinies. On that same night, the Lord said to Gideon, take your father's bull, the second bull, seven years old, and tear down the altar of Baal that belongs to your father, which means this issue of long continuance was traceable to the altar of Baal that the father had erected, which was having a negative effect on the entire family. So God said, go and tear down that evil altar of Baal. Tear it down completely. Tear it down. Tear down the altar of your father. Cut down the Asherah that is beside it. And build an altar to the Lord your God on top of this mountain stronghold with stones laid down in an orderly way. Then take the second bull and offer a burnt sacrifice. Look at it. Tear down your father's old altar, the way he sacrifices to idols, and erect a new altar unto God, and put a sacrifice on it. That's the only way you can break the hold of long, evil long continuance in your family. So, you see, there are many strategic things and your instructions must come from God as pertaining to your particular situation. Take the second bull, offer a burnt sacrifice using the wood of the Asherah, which you should cut down. Then Gideon took ten men of his servants and did just as the Lord had told him, but because he was too afraid of his father's household and the men of his city, he did, it. He did not do it during daylight, but did it at night. Just like the woman uh, in Second Kings 4 who was told go into your room, shut the door and pour the oil. There are certain things that when you're doing to come out of these situations, you don't need to make public. You are the one going to what you're going to hide yourself, tear down the walls. So generational family altars that have been built by your family, which is responsible for all the things that we mentioned. Barrenness, premature deaths, chronic negative issues, near success, tend to defeat. Look at the history of your family and things that keep continuing. And he says, tear down that altar that was dedicated to Baal. Worshipping idols. Worshipping money. Worshipping situations. Worshipping cities. Worshipping yourself. And erect a new altar to God. This Gideon, when he did this glory to God, as they were going into battle, he had 32,000 men. God said, reduce it to 10,000. Then eventually reduce it to 300. God saved Gideon against the Midianites with just 300 people. What was the key to canceling this issue of long continuance of poverty and him being the least in the family, least in the city? It was tearing down the altars that the fathers worshipped and erecting all altar and placing a sacrificial seat, sacrifice to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Ladies and gentlemen, You've seen the examples of Esther. We'll go into detail with Esther. You've seen a slight example of Hannah. You've seen the example of Jabez All of these people saw situations of long continuance and did something about it through fasting, through prayer, through giving, through sacrifices, through pulling down evil altars. And we're going to next, whole, the whole of next week is our seven days of fasting and prayer And every evening, I'll be here by the grace of God, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m., one hour, one hour, Monday, all the way to Saturday. And then Sunday morning, we'll finish it off in church from 11 to 1. And I'm dealing with contending with evil family altars. Don't miss next week's fasting. Join our fasting and our prayer. Seven days of fasting and prayer. And the team is contending against evil family altars. Look at what was responsible for the generational poverty, generational being the least in his family. It was the altars that were built to sacrifice to Baal, And God's instruction was, until you pull down these altars, nothing is going to change. You're going to perpetuate the generational poverty, generational being the least in your family and in your city. You're going to perpetuate that issue of long continuance. Ladies and gentlemen, anything you find in your life, in your family, your marriage, your finances, your, that you're not happy, you need to, you need to deal with it with this information and revelation that is coming. May we receive grace. May we receive grace, boldness, the Spirit of God to come upon us, to fast and pray to engage in sacrifices, to pull down the altars, to cry out to God like Jabez, to change our situation, to terminate generational barrenness, generational uh, uh, marriage-less families. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are a parent, your children are not married, and it's not because you've chosen not to get married, but it's not happening, or they are not giving birth to, uh, they are not finding godly partners, they are not being able to give birth to children Ladies and gentlemen, it is our duty to fight, engage in spiritual warfare, and pull down altars, tear down altars, erect new altars through tithing, through service, through sacrifice, through fasting, through prayer, through church attendance, through church involvement. Ladies and gentlemen. Whatever happens to you is decided by you. But whatever you see happening that is not of God, you terminate it. Deborah, God bless you. Father, I pray for everyone on this platform. We take authority over every evil family altar. We pull down evil altars in our families and we erect new ones in the precious name of Jesus. If you're online and you're not born again, or want to rededicate your life to Christ. Pray this prayer with me, say, Jesus. Thank you for this word. I've received solutions. I submit my life to your Lordship. Forgive me for all my sins. And forgive me, forgive our family and the sins and decisions that were made before we came here, which is responsible for situations we're going through, which is not part of the blessing. We reverse and terminate these evil family altars. And we erect new altars in the name of Jesus to save our God. In the name of Jesus. Father, begin the recovery process from tonight. The restoration process from tonight. Grace to fast and pray every week. We we'll receive it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now let's receive our offerings. Take your offering. Take your phones right now. One of the things that Jabez did was to call upon God and God blessed him. One of the things that Gideon was told to do, this was a divine instruction from God. Lynn Palmero, God bless you. God told him, hey, pull down your father's altars, <laughs> Erect a new one and put a sacrifice, sacrificial animal Sacrificial seed in those days they give animals as sacrifice. In this day, we give finances as sacrifice. What is your situation? You need to sow a sacrificial seed to get you and your generations in the past and generations present and generations yet to come. Your decision is what changes the history of your family the present, and the future of your family. Take your phones right now to tithe, to give your offer. Remember what changed Jacob's story was his tithe. That's why I got divine ideas to invest 20 years. 20 years of long continuance in the wrong direction. (laughs) You know, sometimes people don't understand how powerful sacrifices, tithe, giving, service, prayer, fasting, the word, I'm telling you. But thank God for revelation. to tithe, to give offerings, to partner with House of Judah, to tap into the grace on the platform today. Every time you come into the House of God into meetings, he said, "Come with an offer." See, never play with sacrifices, never play with offerings, never play with tithing, never play with fasting and prayer. These are the weapons of our warfare, are not canna. You don't buy them from Max and Spencer. This is from God. It is his recommendations that we carry out that brings his finger. You notice in all these people's situations that I've mentioned, he only took the finger of God. Next week, we'll look at Hannah. We'll look at the woman with the issue of blood. We're going to look at Rebecca. Oh, my God. Did you know Rebecca was, was barren for 20 years? 20 solid years. Meanwhile, the prophecy that was spoken over Rebecca when she was getting married was that she would be a mother of mothers and mothers and mothers. 20 years. The enemy sat on her her womb. Take your phones. Sow a sacrificial seed. If you are watching from London, use the 02294551 sort code 1392. For, your giving is making room for you. Jabez made room for himself. Jacob made room for himself. Hannah made room for herself. So take your phones, transfer your seat to the Lloyd's bank account. And you can use our website, go on houseofjuda.org.uk, click online giving and click the donate button. Follow the instructions. It will guide you as to how to give. You can also, if you have a PayPal account, You can use the PayPal details on the screen. And then if you're watching from outside the country, use the IBAN details. Never get tired of following spiritual principles that will set you and your family up. Whether you're married yet or you're not married yet, what is it that is blocking your marriage? Blocking your babies from coming? Blocking your becoming a grandmother? Blocking your becoming a grandfather. What is blocking your promotion? Block. Ladies and gentlemen, these things are real. It's not a figment of people's, you know, <laughs> you know, because we are in the West, sometimes people think, no, these things are real. Adversaries are everywhere. But thank God we have the victory through Christ. Father, bless everyone that is giving right now as they are transferring their tithe, their seed, their offerings into the PayPal account, into the website account, into the IBAN account, into the Lloyd's account. Bless them indeed and lad your cause. Do for them what you did for Jacob. Do for them what you did for Jabez. Do for them what you did for Gideon. That the days of negative issues of long continuance will be brought to an end today in the name of Jesus. Let your seed speak for them in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. I trust you are blessed. You can take the bank details on the screen. You want to set up a standing order to tap into the graces that is working and to make sure, oh God, that you can be the next Jabez. You can be the next Gideon with great testimonies in your family, that your family in the future can look back and say, this is what my granddad did. This is what my grandmom did. We changed our financial story. No more described as Jabez. No more described as the least in our family, but the top in our family. I profess over you, that shall manifest in Jesus' name. Now we are back this Friday for Fasting and Prayer 6 to 6. And we're meeting in the evening, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. This Friday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Fasting and prayer and online warfare prayer. I'm still dealing with fasting and prayer this Friday. We'll be dealing with some warfare prayers. We're praying for singles to get married who want to get married. We're praying for married couples and their homes for peace to be within their walls, prosperity to be within their palaces. The Bible says two are better than one. So if two, but they are not seeing two are better than one, invisible forces, invisible battles raging, we're going to be dealing with all that. Your business, your career, your family, your children, Bring them all online and let us pray together. One shall put a thousand to flight. Two shall put 10,000 to flight. So join us on Friday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. It's going to be awesome. And mark your calendar, seven days of fasting and prayer. Next week from Monday evening, 7 p.m. every evening, all the way to Saturday and Sunday morning. Also, you can join us this Sunday in our church. Every Sunday, our service in Croydon, in West Croydon, Join us for our live service. It's going to be awesome. We look forward to welcoming you. Now, the peace of God, we pass this all understanding. Keep your heart and your mind in the knowledge of Christ Jesus. As you go forth, may the Lord cover you with his blood in the name of Jesus. I decree over your life, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. You shall dwell in the presence of the Lord our God. In Jesus' precious name. For additional products, our books, which is blessing many across the nation, go to our website, www.houseofjuda.org.uk. Our church address for our Sunday service scrolling at the bottom of the screen. We look forward to you joining us this Sunday. But before that, I'll see you on Friday. Everyone that joined us on Instagram, Mamiya Coast, Evolving Butterflies, and everyone that joined us on Facebook, And on YouTube, keep sharing, share, 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 share What you are blessed with today God richly bless you And have a wonderful evening God bless